0: This, this is, is a Bandit Radio production. production. On this episode of One Team One Podcast, we peruse tiger droppings for some LSU news and notes. We talk about the return of live golf happening right now. And we have an LSU rewind of LSU Tennessee in 2010 that ended with a miracle in death fouls. It's episode 14 of One Team One Podcast, presented by Courtesy Automotive Group, and it starts right now. Alright guys, welcome to another episode. I just caught Jack off guard. Sure did. We were doing some show prep, some uh, <laughs> that probably will not make the air.
1: No, nah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: another episode of One Team One Podcast, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we have a lot to cover today. Um, you know, we do we do a weekly podcast, so it's kind of the dog days of summer right now. So there's not a lot to talk about, but. When you do a weekly show, you can kind of get some stuff. So, um, again, though, we want to start by thanking our sponsor, Courtesy Automotive Group in Lafayette, Brandon Lejeune at Courtesy Buick GMC. Really good to our show, really good to our podcast. Also, Court Williams, shout-out. Those guys are rocking and rolling over on 4750 Johnson Street in Lafayette. Remember, guys, they will deliver cars to you if you just – Look them up, Uh, I'll tag Brandon's uh, Facebook information. If you send him a message or if you email him at blejeune at courtesyautomotive.com, he can find a car for you, deliver it to you, hassle-free. It's really the way to go, especially with the times right now. If you need a new car, you need to get a deal, you need to get a low interest rate, call Brandon, he'll hook you up. Uh, Been a really good sponsor to this show and we really appreciate him. Um, We are gonna jump right into action. Guys, um, actually, have you been playing a lot of golf?
1: Uh, I played around this past week, okay. Went over to Beaver Creek, so I shot, a, I shot a 90. A 90? Yeah, that's pretty good. I played pretty well.
0: All right, so I played at Greystone yesterday, uh, with a group of friends, and we played a best ball, and mm. we shot five over. Nice, that's pretty good. That's fun. Now, like, I, I'm still struggling with back issues, so I'm still trying to get back into form a little bit. But I feel good about that. Um, he, he was he was helping me out with the drive because I can't get a lot of distance yet. But I was helping him out. I mean, I hit some good, really good putts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took off all this week, all right. and I'm playing with Dad all mm-hmm. week. Well, Monday and Tuesday we have a, a tee time, and then he's going to see how he feels on Wednesday okay. because that's a lot. For nice. Him. But – uh I'm going to play as much as I can this week. So, um, golf in full. We'll see if we can fit some podcasts in Mm -hmm. somehow. Um, But, anyway, that's kind of what's on my mind right now. Just took a little break from work, and I just want to go out and relax and play some golf. So, yeah, uh, and we, we have know
1: we know y'all all want to hear about how well we're playing. So oh, I know. So we'll I'm just trying to the get to double sure. digits, guys. Yeah. So post your scorecard on Twitter every day. You want me to do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll put it on the one
0: one team one pod mm-hmm. Twitter account. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that so everybody can make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I know Papa going to destroy you. So no, nah,
0: he's not. Yeah, he will. He shot 102 the other day. That's pretty. Good. I can I can probably get that right now. I think. I feel, really? I You're feel playing that enough. well? Yeah, I think oh. I'm going to be in the 90s.
1: Okay. Last time we played, you shot like a 110. So. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know you were playing better.
0: I, I felt really good yesterday, so okay. we'll see how it goes tomorrow. It's huge. I might, um, I might just quit tomorrow. I might just <laughs> quit the game. <laughs> Give it up. Um, mm. I have six bulging discs, guys, just FYI. That's why I'm so bad. Yep. Um, all right, so speaking of golf, there's live golf on right now, right? Yeah, right now. So who, who who's on the leaderboard? It's it still a Spieth um, up at the top? No, no, no. J- Xander Schauffele, right? Shoffley's in the lead. Actually, he was no, no. after yesterday. I, w- I was
1: watching on Friday. I didn't have a chance to watch any. He yesterday. was after yesterday, so yeah, he's a, he's uh he's at 13, and then there's a he probably not teed off yet. Big group of guys at 12 right behind him. Yeah, he has, he's teeing off. He's about to tee off right now. It's 1:30
0: uh, Central Time right now, yeah. so um I'll if get he, to watch that this afternoon. That will be probably great. Probably already teed off man it is so good to have live sports yeah it's nice i don't even care what it is at this point but golf is great for me especially on a sunday in the summertime it just feels right fun finish today should be fun and jordan spieth's playing well that's always good to see he's a he's a favorite of yeah. everybody he's so a 12 it's it's nice to see when he plays well um it, rory's up there too right
1: Rory, he was there. Uh, now he's at, he's at nine now. I mean, that's only four shots off the yeah, and Yeah, J- I know Justin Thomas he's is uh, up there. He's, o- he's three over through five, though. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Justin Thomas is also at 12. Gary Woodland. So.
0: That'll be fun. Yeah. Let's, after this, we'll just watch golf. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, all right, so we are going to jump in, and here's, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to jump right into the action and find out what's really going on. And the way we do that, guys is we go on Tiger Droppings. Yeah. It's um, the place to be. It is, and it's where the, all the experts are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where you get all your news and notes for LSU sports. Um, I mean, there's a lot of other accounts, but Tiger Droppings is the one that everybody tries to discredit, but nobody ever tries to give them credit for when they're right. And I feel like they're right a lot of times. So we are, are trying to be the official podcast of Tiger Droppings. They have not given us the, um, the okay to do that yet. So we're the unofficial official podcast of Tiger Droppings. And let's go take a look at what's on the board today. You go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Well, I had one um, right off the bat. The, the title is Detective Dick Has Found Duke Innocent. Case closed. Yeah. That's by Jack Crevel. Yeah, appreciate you. Jack. We,
1: we were talking about this one before, and uh, we have like, a new nickname for like Dick Vitale now. Same how we call Linhan Lanahan. Yeah, it's uh, now it's Detective Dick.
0: Detective Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the story is um, Duke has well, there's an investigation on Zion Williamson uh, with I think it was a past agent or something like that, right? Something like that. Some kind of deal that was done and. We're in but the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, what they're trying to find now is um, if he's gotten money from Duke, right? And it's like a third party that's kind of finding this information out, and they found that the family had property that was like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in like uh, South Carolina, with like an average hmm. rent of like I think it was like five hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars a month or something like that. Okay. Well, uh, when they when he Went to Duke. Now all of a sudden, they are living in a nine hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, which has a mortgage payment of about four thousand dollars a month.
1: So So they increased
0: their income. They won the lottery. (laughs) Something happened. Who knows? Maybe Dick. Maybe Detective Dick can tell us. But Detective Dick is basically saying he came out and Uh said that. the athletics director at Duke has come out and said that nothing happened. Right. They so w-
1: they ran a full internal investigation.
0: Right. Yeah. So which means all's good. Yeah. Um, they're cleared. Apparently. This is yeah. So Duke,
1: Duke said we didn't do anything, and that's good enough for Detective Dick. So so it's good enough for me.
0: Should Woodward come out and just say, "Hey, there's no wrongdoing yeah. here. We,
1: we didn't do anything." And right. We'd have Detective Dick all. Off that. that's, that's what said. <laughs>
0: um, so Detective Dick has solved the case of Duke improprieties with uh, Zion Williamson. He's still all over LSU, and, and I, I feel like he's about to back off a little bit. With the Duke stuff happening, I feel like he's going to back off a little bit and kind of give us a little bit of breathing room, and then I guess we're waiting on Cisei, but he hasn't announced when he's going to commit yet. Um, Dick's shifty Dick. <laughs> um, all right, what else we got on Tiger Droppings?
1: Um, you, you next. next. Yeah, so this one uh, on the recruiting board. It says uh, any Musa Cisse updates? Oh. Question mark. And uh, Adam forty eight forty eight said that two forty eight. okay. Yeah, he said uh, I talked to Musa, and he thinks. Oh, he did. <laughs> He thinks Dickie V has a small dick and also said Calipari is a bitch for using him as a medium. So <laughs> there that's, you go. that's big news. <laughs> Adam 48-48 mm-hmm. with the uh, inside info. Inside scoop.
0: Wow, c does not like Dick Vidal.
1: Apparently not.
0: Okay, let's see what else is on Tiger Droppings.
1: Also from the recruiting board, Walker Howard.
0: Yes, big commitment. Yeah. This is legitimate news. Not just hearsay from Adam 4848.
1: No, this is actual Walker scoop. Walker Howard
0: is uh, committed to LSU. Mm-hmm. Jamie Howard's son, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody didn't know that, uh, you're about to hear it a million times, I'm sure. Um, big-time recruit, though. Yeah. And apparently there's a lot of kids that, have, that were waiting for him to commit, and now they may be committing soon, too. Really? I, heard. I, oh, okay. I don't know exact names or anything because it's a couple of years from now. but Yeah. Um,
1: it's 2022, so. but
0: apparently he's like a big a big uh, influencer as far as other recruits go, hmm. uh, which is good. It's good to have one of those guys or uh, come in and commit early. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like I feel like we haven't had a quarterback do that in a
1: while. Yeah, I've never thought about that aspect of like getting good quarterbacks. Is that like once you get the good quarterbacks, now the receivers, the the receivers are like, okay, yeah, I'll come too. And then, yeah, the running think, backs are like, oh, well, this offense is going to be wide open. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of that seven-on-seven seven circuit stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's kind of changed the game a little bit with yeah. recruiting, and I've, I, I. So it's a good. I think it's great that LSU has got a high-level quarterback committed a couple of years from now, and I feel like those recruits will trickle in. And yeah. I don't feel like Walker Howard is going to um, decommit at any time. He's an LSU legacy. He's an LSU kid. I don't. I don't think that's happening. So an, there's an no worry about that
1: An interesting uh, So you got uh, Top 100 QB For, for this year With right. Right. Garrett Nussmeier Then you got Walker Howard 2022 Now the next step 2023, is
0: 2023 Arch archman Right Yep That'll be the next one yeah. um, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull Archman.
1: It's just like Why?
0: <laughs> why what? But,
1: like why not?
0: Uh, there's a complete hatred between the Mannings and LSU. It's just LSU. so
1: frustrating. But why? Oh, why is there such it, a f- hate?
0: I'm telling you, it goes back years and years, and
1: years. But what is that? What it's is that about?
0: It's Ole Miss LSU. It's a huge, huge deal. Uh, Archie Manning and LSU are not friends at all. Yeah, no. it's it's a big deal. So I don't know how far that's going to go with Arch Manning because hopefully, I mean, I mean, you saw Peyton go to Tennessee. That's That wasn't... That was a little abnormal for yeah. Manning to go to Tennessee. Right. I get it. I get where the programs were at the time, but I mean, it's freaking Manning. Yeah, um, I'm sure Ole Miss thought they were getting Peyton Manning. Yeah,
1: um, same kind and of situation. That would have been crazy.
0: Yeah, where where would uh, Peyton Manning's career be now if he went to Ole Miss? I don't
1: know if it would change Peyton Manning's career necessarily, but it would definitely it change, would change the it. Ole Miss trajectory no, for Peyton, sure. Because huh? you'd have Peyton Manning followed directly by Eli. Eli. Yeah. I mean that would have been that would have been really interesting. Hmm. To see where Ole Miss is at even now. I mean, I, I'm I feel like Ole Miss would still be different.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Zach Mathis signs with the Padres. Right. So LSU baseball, L, the Major League Draft was this past week. Um, I saw. I, I mean, we're losing Cole Henry. Uh, we lost one of our recruits, Drew Romo. Mm-hmm. Um, Cabrera. I don't he, know what he, his situation. He got, is. He got drafted. Um, I'm pretty sure he's gone as well. I don't know that 100. But uh-huh. looks like Zach Mathis is gone. Didn't
1: Cabrera got drafted in the second round? Didn't he?
0: Yeah, so he'd be gone. Uh, yeah, he's they're gone. gonna pay him enough to go. I think so. Uh, I think that it's like that compa- and also the um, the amount of depth that's gonna happen on that on that team this year. It just makes that des- decision pretty easy for them. Yeah. Uh, somebody like Zach Mathis. He's in the basement.
1: Where did he get drafted?
0: Who, Zach Mathis? Yeah. I don't know, but he signed with the Padres is what I see. Okay. I, I haven't followed it as hard as like you. I, that you was know, a, yeah, neither. I was.
1: didn't I wasn't expecting to lose him. I
0: wasn't either. Um, I know he was draft eligible. I just didn't think he would sign. Yeah, it kind of tells me that there may have been some competition coming. Yeah. Um and Whatever the case is, is he going to lose some playing time? Mm -hmm. Uh, And if that's the case, I kind of understand it. Uh, But, yeah, he was a pretty good player. So I didn't think – I wasn't expecting him to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also thought Cole Henry may have come back too because he had a high price tag. Uh, That hasn't happened yet. So none of this has happened. So he may actually come back for all I know. But um, I can't see them picking him in the second round without – Knowing they knew the price tag that he was wanting, right? Why waste the second round pick right. unless you're going to pay it? Uh, that's kind of what I think. It's kind of the same reason why Bregman, somebody like Bregman, fell all the way to like the 30, 30th round when he came out of high school. So oh, he out he of high school, a, yeah, yeah. He put a huge price tag on himself, right? They weren't going to pick him in the second round mm-hmm. and waste the pick.
1: So, it happened to Hess a couple years ago, too? Same thing, he yeah. dropped like the ninth yeah. or something.
0: I mean, they'll, they'll take a shot on him later, and hopefully, they can they can slot them at a different level. But right. I, I, I always loved the, the major league draft. It was a little weird this year, but I've always loved it because of the yeah. slots that people were in. Yeah, it's always stuff. like,
1: so there's always stuff behind the scenes that you don't find out about until yeah, later. That,
0: um, who was the quarterback at, uh, that we wanted to come to LSU years ago? And He, ended up, oh, he yeah. was a pitcher. He ended up, ended up getting uh, drafted by the Dodgers. Jeez, and it I was can't like remember a, now. It was like the 10th round or something like that he got picked. But that year, the Dodgers had so much extra money. That they could throw at some of those players because of some like crazy thing happening with like a divorce with the with the actual owner who was trying to like spend his money before the divorce. Ha- it was nuts situation, yeah. but they ended up paying him the money and he never came. He never came to school. All right, so we just looked it up. It was Zach Lee right in 2010. Yeah, he got drafted by the Dodgers, and the Dodgers ended up paying him like five million is what it yeah. was. So it's like back in
1: 2010 when we, really, yeah, but he was like
0: a, I think it was like a seventh round pick. Really could have used a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we needed a quarterback bad. <laughs> so we thought we had one. We thought we were gonna duck it, but uh, the Dodgers came through with the money. Um, funny here, one of LSU recruits. Uh, and this came from Stephen Miller. Shout out to Stephen Miller. Um, one of the LSU recruits. His name is uh, Blake Money.
1: Mo- oh I saw this Blake Money. His uh-huh. little brother. It's Cash Money. His name is Cash Money. That's so perfect. <laughs> cash money records over for the in two thousand.
0: How great is that? And apparently he's a he's a future recruit as well. So Cash? We could, yeah, we could yes. possibly have cash money. Uh, playing oh, baseball for awesome. LSU. What,
1: I wonder what position he's going to play. Uh, hopefully I, he has I'm a walk-up song. I'm hoping, really he's a, I'm hoping he's a pitcher. A pitcher? Yeah. Like I, a I actually want
0: him to be a, a want to
1: be a closer. Cash money. Coming yeah. in to close he's got game like cash a, money. There's like 99 <laughs> <in> smoke. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that is good. All okay, right, here's
0: one. Uh, Death Valley Pandemic Capacity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by LSU fan For Life Miles. Uh, Has anyone heard the possible capacity allowed in Tiger Stadium this season? Um, My favorite answer is somewhere between zero and (laughs) (laughs)
1: 102,321.
0: Great answer. That's a perfect Tiger Droppings answer. Um, I love the snarkiness on Tiger Droppings. Uh, Yeah, nobody knows yet, right? Right. Like, I think a lot of the discussion is, okay, they can let some people in. Um, I, I don't think they really know yet. But, you know, if they if they limit the capacity in some sort, um, are they going to have limitations on who that is, if it's students or ticket holders?
1: Yeah. I'm, I can't think about it anymore. It's just making me sad to think that I might not be at the games.
0: Yeah, I, I, it keeps coming in my head, yeah. the LSU-Texas game. Yeah, that's uh, all I can think about. Yeah, and it's like the huge, huge game we've been waiting for right. for about a year now, and no no fans in this thing.
1: Right, because I went, I went to Texas last year. Yeah. Uh, sat up in the nosebleed. Sat way the hell up there where they put us. The band was up there. The band was up there with me, and now we were going to have them come here, and then they were going to be way up top. We were
0: going to put them all the way to the top. Yeah, and you know, we were we all going to be... We were going to do that.
1: We were. Woodward said we were going to do it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Or... W- Hopefully, we still do it. Well, it actually would be funny if it we would put them up great. there in, a, uh, empty in a in an empty stadium. Yeah. If they were empty still up
0: there. And the band's all the way up the top.
1: <laughs> and, like, the whole away section is, like, completely empty. The okay. typical away section. Oh, that would be so good. That would be really good.
0: Okay. So, uh, anything else? We've covered everything on Tiger Droppings. All right, guys. Well, that is your news and notes from Tiger Droppings this week. Those guys always come through for us. Uh, Will all the wild and zany posts. Uh, we like to look at those every now and then. And, and I, feel, I feel more informed now. Yeah, I feel like I know what's happening with my program now after just a couple of minutes on Tiger Droppings. That's all you need. That's all. Just a little dose. A little dabble, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to another LSU Rewind segment, guys. Um, we have a really good one this week. Uh, a really controversial one and one that gets everybody, kind of gets their blood boiling a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of positive and negative vibes come from this one. That's why I thought this was super interesting. Yeah. Um, So LSU Rewind segment coming to you right now. In this LSU Rewind, we take a look back at LSU versus Tennessee in 2010, where LSU needed a miracle, and they got one
2: two seconds left to play in the game play clock is down to uh, eight seconds shotgun formation there's a snap and he does run the option cuts it himself down at the one yard line 26 seconds now they better get tennessee off of them lsu quickly they should have called two plays there oh my goodness sending people on the playing field. Ten seconds left. Nobody knows what to do. This may be the last... Oh, and they snap it behind Jefferson, who falls on it. The game is over, and Tennessee won. Holy cow, can you believe that? It's a flag in the end zone, but let's see what it is. I mean, LSU simply did not have a play ready. That, that's unbelievable to me. Is absolutely unbelievable to me. But Jim, you know, it's inexcusable to let the clock run that way without having already been prepared for what's going to happen if he doesn't make it at the one. Yeah. So like we line up and spike it if you're going to spike it. You do whatever you have to do to either get the clock stopped or you line up and you run another play. Let's listen. Illegal participation on the defense. Tennessee had 12 players on the field. LSU, look, both sidelines should not be proud of what just happened there. The LSU's going to get one other shot at it. And um, the ball is going to be... This game's going to be talked about for a long time in a lot of places. I mean, all over the country. The the ball is going to be put down at the one-yard line, I believe. Was still looking at the sidelines, that nobody knew what the play was going to be when the ball was snapped. And this is just going to be who wants it the worst? And the play clock is running down. For heaven's sakes, LSU can't afford to let it run out. Jefferson under center. Tosses it out to Ridley, and Ridley.
0: Okay, LSU, Tennessee, 2010, and for effect, we just listened back to the (laughs) clips that you just heard, and you know what? We were in a great mood um, to record this podcast, and I was like, oh, this is going to be so good, and then I keep hearing these clips, and you just heard it, Jack, Uh, and it just hits
1: the pit of your stomach, doesn't it? It's so cringy, you know? (laughs) It's just You listen to Hawthorne, and he's like... All right, well, they better get back on the ball. Like, what, what are oh, they doing? What are they doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that listening back to it? Um, and I was, I listened to I, Well, no, I remember. So I was not at the game. I thought I was for some reason. Um, I just, it's in my head, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I watched it on TV. And then I think I ran outside and I was like disgusted. And then I had the radio on outside. And so I heard that. And then I was like, wait, what? And I was so, like, beside myself. Um, I feel like everybody remembers where they were at this mm-hmm. game. So I posted this on Facebook just a little while ago, earlier today, and I had a lot of comments about that yeah. and where people were during this game and uh, what they were thinking. And everybody was the same way. They, <laughs> they, everybody was just – I was embarrassed. <sighs> Um, I was 12, so I was just happy. You didn't even know what <laughs> embarrassment was yet.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I that was, that was um so that was the second time I'd ever cried during a sporting event. <laughs> the first time was uh I had a I had my bracket submitted into like the Lamar brackets uh-huh. and uh if Memphis would have beaten Kansas with Derrick Rose and Mario Chalmers and all that, uh-huh. uh I would have won like $500. Oh, that's right. Which was like more I money it was just like more money than I'd ever like had seen in my life. (laughs) So yeah. And then, you know, Derek Rose completely chokes that away. So it was, I was introduced to sports gambling at that time.
0: So on Facebook, I had posted this and, um, you know, I had, I had a couple of messages. Carlton Cisco, uh, said that, uh, he went, he went to the bathroom and was like, well, great. Miles is going to be fired now. So we're good. And so he goes to the bathroom and he comes back and he's like, Oh, They have another shot, and basically how lucky can Miles be at this point. Um, But another one, this is a great one. Craig Dugas on Facebook said, uh, they were having an election party for his dad. So apparently his dad was running for office. Uh, He goes, I remember everyone was gathered around the TV and walking away in disgust. I stood there in disbelief only to see the flag on the field and get excited. Even after we scored, I felt dirty, ashamed, and alone. (laughs) positive my dad was get, was going to get reelected so there was sunshine and a thunderstorm um that was a per uh dirty ashamed and alone that should yeah. be the name that should actually be the name of the podcast it's but, up there uh, that's a pretty good one it's in the running um that's how i feel too is like this was gross everything Ugh. about it was gross um you know <laughs> for and here's the thing like it was such a good team yeah they had so much talent. So much, yeah. I mean, I mean, the next year was the best year we ever yeah. – like until this year was the best year we ever had. Um, I mean, we won national championships, but that was the best team. 2011 team was the best team that we right. ever had until right. 2019.
1: Right. And, I mean, if you look at um, just the amount of talent that we had on the 2010 defense. Right. I you mean – Patrick
0: Peterson, Turin, Matthew, Morris that, Claiborne. The, the 2010 it,
1: defense, I mean – I've seen it argued that the 2010 defense had more talent than the 2011 defense, but NFL, just didn't, but just didn't have an offense that was right. capable of moving Doing the ball anything. at all to help them out at all. Oh my gosh!
0: Um, to to be down 14 to 10 against Tennessee um, right. is just yeah. it's unacceptable. Right. and I think that's kind of where a lot of people. Uh, all right, so we had the 2000. Somebody brought it up on uh, Twitter: the 2009 Ole Miss debacle. Oh, my God. And then followed up with this debacle. And our question is, what if T. Bob Aber wouldn't have snapped the ball right. uh, against Tennessee? Right. Yeah, And I mean, so he, the, the clock would have ran, ran out. Yeah, um, He wouldn't have snapped the ball. Um, and we would have lost, I believe, because I still don't think they would have thrown the flag until the play started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not quite sure on that rule then. But I think that was the rule then. So he, if he wouldn't have snapped the ball, we would have just would have lost uh, fourteen to ten against Tennessee because of another clock management issue. Right. Um, I don't know how Miles survives. No, I mean maybe not right after that. I game. don't know
1: because that was the first loss of the season, right? So
0: no, he had Auburn. We no, lost Auburn, Auburn.
1: Auburn was after. You sure? Mm-hmm. Because okay. we went into that Auburn game undefeated. Yeah, we were ranked number ten. Right. Um, so we lose that game. You can't really fire a coach uh, after one loss. So that, I mean, we you, would have been what, like five and one? So going into that game,
0: oh, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: like not that we not that you can't, but Joe Oliva wouldn't have because no, Joe Oliva have. didn't have the stones to do something like that. No, he didn't. Um,
0: so that year, you beat North Carolina. You were beating the hell out of North Carolina, and you let North Carolina come back. Oh, North yeah. Carolina had like. Twelve guys suspended for the game, like super, that was really a good player. That was another embarrassing game. That was embarrassing because uh, we were completely outclassing North Carolina. Right. Um, you beat West Virginia at home the week before, twenty to fourteen, and that was the Patrick Peterson runs, yeah. punt return back and does the Heisman in the end zone.
1: Peterson returned a punt in that North Carolina game too.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, but. Yeah, so you had, to, you had to get that to actually beat West Virginia that day because you had no offense. Right. Um, you win against Tennessee on a complete miracle. Uh, we, and you we brought it up, we, we beat Florida the next week with Very good nice. clock management. Yeah,
1: Les Miles coached actually a really good game that week. Right.
0: Um, yeah, and then we ended up losing to Cam Newton and Auburn later on. But, um, yeah, that, yeah to, to look at it, I, I don't know if he would get fired after the game. I, I agree with you. I don't think that could happen. No, I don't think you can. But um, what well, you had mentioned, too, was what if you snowball after that? That's, because everybody just loses complete faith right. in Les Miles. Yeah, I don't, the think you, just loses it. I don't think
1: you go on and win a super close game in Gainesville the very next week. Uh, you still lose to Auburn. You probably don't beat Bama uh, right, right. later beat that Bama year. Later. That's right. And then you probably still lose to Arkansas. So yeah, that's seven and five. Arkansas. Miles is gone. For sure. Yeah. And then maybe you drop another game in there, too. Like, we had a really close game with Ole Miss. Maybe we lose that game. Right. I think they had uh, I think they had Jeremiah Masoli. Okay. Ole Miss did.
0: Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, for such a good defense, we had a few games where we gave up a lot of points. Um, First of all, that North Carolina game, the let them come back was pretty bad. That was weird.
1: It was a weird game. Because, like, our – it was like, I mean, obviously our offense wasn't helping at all, but it was weird watching our defense like, give up points like that, that right. like they did in the second half.
0: Um, all right, so, and then you also gave up 20, uh, 29 to Florida. Uh, they had, what, John Brantley at quarterback? John Brantley, right. Uh, Cam Newton, they only scored 24, and I remember that game. That was a, I mean, that was a tough game.
1: I mean, Cam tough Newton, game to watch because Cam he, Newton played his
0: ass off. Cam, Cam Newton was just unstoppable in right. college. Yeah, uh, you just give him the ball and a shotgun and he'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, um, but yeah, you give up thirty six to Ole Miss. You give up thirty one to Ryan Mallett in Arkansas that year. Uh, that was a tough game to watch, also. Um, but then you beat the hell out of A and M because we always beat the hell out of A and M.
1: Yeah, um, that was actually that that Cotton Bowl. Uh, That was really, I think, what sprung us into 2011. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Because, you know, Jordan Jefferson kind of had a pretty good game in that Cotton Bowl, actually. Yeah. Uh, He did. Granted, he got suspended uh, for the first four games or whatever, 2011. But, you know, we kind of had a spark on offense going into 2011. Yeah. Uh, So that was nice. So do you think –
0: so we think that if T-Bob Hebert wouldn't have snapped the ball – Miles potentially would have lost his job at the end of that year because maybe the season
1: took a turn. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, I kind of agree with you as well. I just – what I picture is after he snaps – after T-Bob snaps the ball and the clock runs out and they don't know there's a penalty yet, T-Bob throws his helmet on the field uh, kind of disgusted. Everybody's disgusted. I feel like that would have taken control of the entire town, and it would have been a mob. Yeah. Uh, after yeah. that game, because this is the second time this has happened in two years, where mm-hmm. you look completely inept mm-hmm. w- as a coach.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I could see the season. and I mean, you go on, and we listed off the games. That was six games. We said we could pot- potentially lose. Yeah. Uh, and going six and six, you're done. So, or if you even go eight and four, and maybe I mean. You get fired between the regular season and your bowl so game, usually. This, so
0: where would this program be? You know what I mean. Like, it's, it's it's weird to it's say this because it's very interesting. Here's why. Um, to me, Les Miles was great at having a, sta- a stable, like a very stable program. Mm-hmm. Um, obvious deficiencies. Yeah. Um, I mean, that the Tennessee game is like such a. It's such like a less miles game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like the game that you probably think about. or the Ole Miss game one of those? Is like, yeah, it's one of those less miles games right. that you well, just kind of think about. Uh, yeah, no, or the, 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 or LSU uh, Alabama uh, national championship game. One of those. Oh boy, don't, and it's like, we yeah, don't, we don't bring that up. How many games do we have to go through this? Yeah. So back, that's what people were feeling in 2016. Mm-hmm. Was. Actually, in 2015, at the end of the year, it was right. like finally when he, when he was okay. carried off the field. Move on.
1: It was like, okay, we're done. Move on from this. Apparently, we weren't. No, no we weren't.
0: We had to endure it another time, <sighs> uh, and you had a yet another time against Auburn. Where
1: I don't know what's more cringy: the uh, 2010 game that we're talking about now, or uh, or that uh, Joe Oliva press conference right after the Texas A&M, A&M game. A&M game. But uh, both just make me want to hurl.
0: Yeah, and it's – how can you – can you ever feel uh, worse after a win than the LSU-Tennessee game? I mean, I I don't know if I've ever felt worse after a win, just kind of defeated and saying, like, this this team's not going anywhere. Yeah. This team's not going to beat um, Cam Newton.
1: I'm Actually, I'm trying to think of a time when I thought that – when I felt like that. I can't.
0: And you know what? The defense – this is always during the last miles. The defense always gave you a chance. It always gave you a chance, but you know what? They had to play perfect all the time. Yeah. Cam Newton game. It's a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn's defense wasn't like they were good that year. I mean, he had uh, Nick Fairley, Nick Fairley, and all yeah. that. But we actually played. I thought, I thought decent on offense that game compared to the other games that we played. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had a, a, a took decent a, offense – It took a trick
1: play, though, for us to get in one of our touchdowns. You had the Spence Ware throw, oh, Rupert right. Randall. Yeah, it, took some, it took some wildness for us to get points on the board there, and we only scored 17. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we played great on offense that day
0: either. Yeah, but you're only down by a score against mm-hmm. Cam Newton and Auburn. And that's because your defense is just
1: too good. I do wonder if what happens – I mean, I think Jarrett Lee, like, broke his wrist, like, very beginning of the second half. Mm -hmm. I wonder what happens if he doesn't do that Uh, because Jordan Jefferson just couldn't get anything going, Um, which is why we had to use a trick play.
0: I feel like they just hamstrung Jordan Jefferson too, though. Like, I'm not here to tell you Jordan Jefferson is a good quarterback. Nope. Because I'm not. We'll not say it. (laughs) Don't say it. I'll put it – make a T-shirt. Jordan Jefferson was not a good quarterback. Danny
1: Etling was a good quarterback. You want me to do that? That's a lot of negativity.
0: One side, Jordan Jefferson,
1: the other Man. side? No. Yeah, let's just stick with the Danny Etling side. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> so, but I will say that nobody was given a fair chance with the offensive game plan that they were given. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Even the running backs. Even Steven Ridley. He wasn't given a great opportunity with this offense. The, there was nine to ten men in the box all the time. Um, our wide receivers were completely left out of any game plan. Um, it, the only plays that we would do for a wide receiver was a fade uh, in the end zone. Terrence yeah. Tolliver was actually good at that. Yeah. Um, you know, Ruben Randall would have a, some good plays. Uh, the Alabama game was, a, was the best play calling that I can remember, especially in 2010. Yeah. Because um, you had the fakes. You had, a, you had a lot of things that they did. And I, I I really, you know, you had to do anything you could to to score with that kind of offense. Uh, but, again, the defense just always had to play perfect. Yeah. Entire Les Miles uh, era. Yeah. They just had to always play perfect. Yeah. I
1: mean, like 6-6 six, six going into overtime. Let's go. And now, I mean, <laughs> yeah, think about now.
0: Like, the defense can give up scores against Ole Miss, and we still win by 20. Yeah. Like – yeah, you, we can give up,
1: you can give up – 41 to Bama.
0: You can give up 300 yards rushing to the running back. We're still going to – I mean, to the quarterback. We're yeah. still going to win by 20. So, it's its a different, yeah. a different era, and it's, like, it's so refreshing. When you watch a, a game like that, like, when you, you look back on them, you're like, oh, my God, it feels so good to have what mm-hmm. we have now. Yeah. Uh, an offense that can move the ball, and you still have a talent. Yeah, defense. I always kind
1: of have to, like, balance it out. Like, when I go back and watch an old game now, yeah. like – Immediately after, like, watch the Oklahoma game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Get that out. Of get that out of your system. Yeah. Ooh, shake yeah, yeah. it off. That's <laughs> basically like, how this game. Or is. Or maybe I'll just like I'll only watch like the defensive plays. Right. You know.
0: Right. <laughs> that's how this game is, and that's I'm, I'm sure that's how it is for everybody. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You won the game, but did anybody really win? Did any of the people that attended the game win? Everybody lost today. It was nice seeing. <laughs> it
1: was nice seeing Derek Dooley be so pissed off. Oh, he was mad. Yeah,
0: I don't blame him, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad it, for him, and I did too. It, was it was really like,
1: satisfying to see him be and so I'm frustrated. Like, well,
0: Miles just completely uh, <laughs> confused them there. Yeah, <laughs> like he he even was shocked of what Miles was doing. Yeah, thirteen like, guys on the what field. What the goddamn hell? Yeah, he's like, wait, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we win. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, mm. a great look back at a terrible, terrible win. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, any comments on that, please reach out to us on Twitter, One Team One Pod on Twitter. Uh, let us know if there's any other games you want us to uh, take a look at. We would love to kind of rehash some old LSU games. Um, you can go back as far as you want as well. So uh, I have an older perspective, and Jack's got the young young gun perspective. Mm-hmm. But Jack likes to watch old games too. So uh, let us know if there's anything you want us to take a look at. Um, and again, let us know the comments on this game in particular because we'd love to hear them. Um, what else you got going on, Jack? We got a little NBA happening, right?
1: Uh, eventually, yeah. yeah That'll that, be in July, right? Yeah, I'm I'm actually, I'm really excited about that. Uh just I am too. I mean, obviously, like, I am that's, I mean, it almost goes without saying. But, like, right. just, I'm, like, especially excited about it right now, because, like, it's just going to be, every single game is going to be so intense. Yes. It's going to be, and it's just going to be, like, this, and I'm so excited that the Pelicans are a part of it. Right. Because this is going to be like a historic thing in the NBA that we'll get to like have games in and watch Zion, you know, go to work on.
0: I mean, it is going to be appointment viewing for this. Yeah. Um, so and here's another thing. I was just, I was watching Center this morning and the Major League Baseball and the Players Association, they can't get it together. Right. Um, they're still trying to figure it out. And I think some of the proposals that are on the table right now are like a Major League season, Major League Baseball season with like a 50 game season or like a 62-game season or something like that. It's very abbreviated. One of the things I was thinking about was if you spread the games out and you, play, you pitch like your aces like a lot, you know, it's a 50-game schedule, but you spread it out a little bit to where your aces pitch like half the games. Oh, yeah. Like how, how, how much fun would that be, yeah. man? And it's like you, we always bitch and complain about a Major League Baseball season because it's so long and it's like the games don't matter. Well, these games matter. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing it that way. It, it, to me, it's, it would make that game – you know, I love baseball, but I can understand the normal person getting bored with watching baseball. Yeah. This would make it a more exciting. Um, the problem is they're going to probably be heads up with the in, in NBA when yeah. they're doing that, and they're not yeah, going to be able to get the ratings. Gonna, yeah.
1: They're going to um, lose out on a lot they, of those they, battles. Man, they just
0: they, – they drop the ball. When it comes to, like, getting fans to view their sport, yeah. now is your time. If there wasn't a time, when is it? Like,
1: come on. Right.
0: Um, I and mean,
1: even, even NASCAR is starting
0: to pick up some viewers. Yeah, they are. They're dropping the Confederate flag, and they're uh-huh. going to get viewers now yeah. from a different demographic than they probably got
1: before. Right. Like, Just because they're on. Yeah, they're going to be people on. And oh, what's that? What's this like? I
0: mean, people are freaking betting on uh, a guy playing video games right now. Speaking so, of
1: Dougs. Where's, Dougs, man. Doug, he's a uh, – oh, my God. Can you believe bus? the season he's having? What's going on now? I keep me out. I, I, I it. It's unbelievable. So he loses to so he, he has two losses last He schedules time he schedules the re uh the rematch with Virginia Tech mm-hmm. uh them at home. Uh loses that game. So right, he was that. one and one at that point. He beats somebody, then he loses to loses to Florida. Florida, okay. Loses to Florida. Uh so he's two and two. And it's like okay, season's Season's done, and then he just starts scheduling. So he's like, I'm just gonna like play five games a day, and you know, just get this season over with. Right. So he beats Michigan on. uh, Michigan misses a game-winning field goal. I remember that. Florida makes a game-winning field goal the night before. Michigan misses a game-winning field. It was like a 56-yarder. They missed it short. Uh, so he wins that game. Uh, and like there's Doug's buzz going on. He uh. He, he goes to Georgia, wins that game, mm-hmm. and on that day that he beats Georgia, like, five teams ahead of him lose. So, he's 4-2, and two, and he jumps up back up to number one in the country. Okay. So, now he's 4-2, number one in the country. All he's got to do is win out, and he's in the natty again. So, he's... He, so, he just beat Bama last week. Okay. Or, not last week, like... So Just a couple days the se- ago. The season's
0: still, still going. Yeah. And, all right, I'm going to pick back up on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that he was back to number one with two losses. So, <laughs> um, that's very luck. less miles. Very yeah. less miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, Duggs and less Doug's miles. and less, yeah I, yeah. I saw something that was uh, – he wants to print a T-shirt, and it was three yards and a cloud of Duggs. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was great. That is great. Um, all right, so we got that going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a little other some other basketball news. Uh, Cortez Cooper, we talked about him uh, last week because he mm-hmm. got suspended. He's now entered the transfer portal. Right. Uh, we kind of we didn't expect him to be back. Right. It's a numbers mm-hmm. game at this point, yeah. and it needed to get rid of itself. So here we are now. I think that we just don't know when CSA is going to be announcing.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it it sounds like he's like a lock for LSU still.
0: I, that's what I'm seeing too.
1: Um. That's that's the tiger droppings rumblings. Right, but even
0: though Detective Dick is on the case and he's trying to get Detective us, Dick's uh, doing
1: everything he can to make this not be but, <laughs> right. I, but Musa Sise says Dickie V is a small dick. So, <laughs> according to Adam forty eight forty eight. So right, uh,
0: tiger droppings. I'm telling you, get all your information from tiger droppings. You'll mm-hmm. be a smarter person. Look mm-hmm. at us. Yeah, um, we're killing it. Speaking of, go get your uh, go get your don't be a dick T-shirts from uh, one team one podcast.com it's don't be a and then a dick vital face um mm-hmm. uh, go get Detective those D. we had a little bit of an issue because we uh we said the word dick on mm. um on a facebook post mm-hmm. so i had to take that down i had to uh clear that up
1: uh yeah but uh it's not you know it's, it's his name i don't know what it is. is his name i don't what get want, it what you want us to do i mean he he's the one called dick yeah um it, he chose this path. Right. We're just we're just calling him when he wants to be we're called. Just facilitators, guys. He's Detective Dick. That's just how it goes. Detective Dick's on the case. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, hey guys. Also, I want to talk about Bandit Radio. Uh, we formed the Bandit Radio Network. We have a group of podcasts, LSU related. It's us. We got the Let It Ride podcast. Uh, the Out of My League podcast. We mm-hmm. have the Out the Box podcast. And then we have the sports and wrestling experience with Cody Davis. Go check those guys out and go check out our uh, Twitter page. It's uh, at Bandit Radio 3. So Bandit Radio Productions. We are glad to be a part of them. Uh, we, have some, uh, we have some rankings coming out. We did some, uh,
1: some football rankings. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's four of us that submitted our rankings. It's me, Nick, Cody, uh, and... Uh, is it James? Over at Out the Box. Yeah, I guess I guess it was someone from Out the or Box. John I wasn't, wanted, I wasn't either sure either which one it was. John, yeah. It was one of them from Out the Box. It might have been them collectively. We don't. Yeah, really so have. at some point this week we're gonna we're gonna put our rankings on Twitter. Um, it's composite rankings, yeah. right? Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. Yeah. We we put it all together. It's uh. It's kind of cool. It's yeah. Kinda, so I kind I kind of enjoyed putting it all together.
0: Yeah. Be on the lookout for those. We'll put some rankings out uh, for college football preseason. I think it's the top twenty five, right? yeah so and we'll do some other stuff too i know i know i wanted to do sports movies mm, sports yeah movies. that'd be fun all right give me real quick mm-hmm. top three football movies top three football movies yeah go three two one what do you got oh i know
1: let me not put them in order first let me just so remember the titans i gotta have that in there i mean i watch that movie like all the time mm-hmm. damn you really put me on the spot here could
0: you go first All right, so mine, and I did this on the other podcast, so I kind of know this already. Number three was The Program. Okay. Um, Number two, Rudy. Yeah. Number one, Remember the Titans.
1: Yeah. Rudy was probably going to make it in
0: there for me. There's other honorable mentions that could have easily made it, but Mm -hmm. those three stick out.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll put Rudy in there for me, too. And then I'd probably say, like, The Blind Side. The Blind Side? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. I did, too. And I kind of. So what's your order then? Sort of grew up with that movie, I guess.
0: Is it Remember the Titans? Rem-
1: so I'd say Remember the Titans is number one, Rudy two, and then uh, Blindside three. Okay, yeah,
0: and you know there's there's other movies like The Water Boy. Um, yeah, Friday Night Lights would have been one that could have made. my Invincible top- is a terrible movie. It's not a good movie, <laughs> but Friday Night Lights is one that could have probably replaced the program for me. Uh, the program just has a soft spot in my heart just because of the, the year came out and all that. But Friday Night Lights, high school movie, fantastic. Yeah. Some people say that the series is better than the movie, and I disagree with them. I think the movie's better. I don't than like the series. the series. I like the series. I
1: haven't seen the the movie since you showed it to me when I was like eight. Oh, I trained you right, Jack. Mm-hmm. It you was that, a, and I watched. You made, made a, you watch. We made balls. an entire uh, like Permian uh, football team on the NCAA. 2007 or something. You did. did. Oh,
0: uh-huh. I, see, I trained you right, man. huh. Um, yeah. So check out, but go check out bandit radio. We'll do some more rankings like that. Um, I thought that was a fun thing that we could kind of do together as a collective podcast group and go check out their podcast as well. We have them all listed on the bandit radio Twitter. So that's at bandit radio three on Twitter. So guys, we are going to uh, cut it short this week. Um, Again, we want to give a a big, big shout-out to Courtesy Automotive Group in Lafayette, Brandon Lejeune. Go check them out. I'm going to tag him on our Facebook post. Please, please give him a like um, and take a look at some of the deals that he puts up on Facebook. He'll get some pre-owned cars every now and then. you got to act fast. Um, So pull him up on Facebook. So go check him out, guys. 4750 Johnston Street, Courtesy Buick GMC. We really appreciate those guys. Also, remember to go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Twitter is one team, one pod. Um, also, go to our website, one team, one podcast.com. You can see all of our episodes and go to our shop page. Until next week, guys, this has been One Team, One Podcast. Logging out. One Team, One Podcast, a Bandit Radio Productions.